Happy Monday, mamas. Welcome back to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the struggles with our body image after getting into recovery. I totally feel you on this one. As a matter of fact, I am just now on the other side of it. So I went through a very, very transformational process through this. So I am here to help you, to serve you, and guide you in this area. So please stick with it. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faithlet mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Alrighty, so before we get into today's episode, I'd like to ask if you have been a loyal listener for two or more episodes, if you could please go ahead and leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts, that way I can know how I can better serve you, grow the show, what I can do to improve this. So as you know now, this podcast is about healing, empowerment, faith, uh, faith, fitness and health for moms in recovery. So I try my best to like encourage moms, build them up, especially in the process of recovery, because I know how hard it is. I know it feels so alone, especially when for one, being in recovery, for two, being a mom in recovery. And I understand the struggles that come with it, especially when we're dealing with so many changes in our body. Uh, the second thing I want to ask you, ask you, I'm sorry, the second thing I want to tell you is if you want to be a part of a community of other moms that are just like you, we have a Facebook community. I have the link below in the show notes. Uh, I also have a Moms Breaking Chains podcast page that you can keep up with so that you can see all of the podcast episodes that are coming out and any kind of series I may have coming up. Also, if you are not on social media and you don't desire to be, we have a Telegram chat app that I also have the link at the bottom. If you would like to be a part of the community but don't want to be on social media, I totally understand. And so that's another way that you can get plugged in with us. So that's everything that we have. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode today. So talking about the body image and something that we struggle with when we get into recovery and so I'm going to tell you that one thing that I know for sure, firsthand experience is that I had this false image of me being healthy when I was in my active addiction. OK, and what I mean by that is that when I was skinnier, obviously, because I was a boxer, you know, a lot of you know my story. I was a competitive boxer. I was an athlete. I was dropping weight classes and I dropped pretty drastically. And uh, and, you know, I, I was doing well competitively and I tied a lot of my self-worth and my value to the the scale, you know, and for a long time, I, I stayed wrapped around the obsession of watching that scale drop in my pounds and just watching myself get really thin. 
And a lot of the things that contributed, you know, one thing was, yes, I did work really hard in the gym. But the second thing was that I really wasn't healthy. You know, I I used a lot and a lot of the I really want to say that, yes, on top of the fitness. But the other part was I really was using a lot and I wasn't taking care of my body. And so I was losing a lot of weight really fast, creating this false image that I was extremely healthy and I wasn't. And so one thing that happened for me was, you know, I was this petite size. I'm not going to throw out scale numbers because I really don't care to do that. Like, that's not something important to me today as far as obsessing about the weight. Right. Uh, but one thing I will say is that I was a very I was the lightest that I had ever been, you know, and I got to a point where, you know, I did get in recovery and I did start putting on some weight and I still was boxing when I got into recovery. So I did start going up in weight class. The only difference was that I started noticing that I was trying to do things the right way like trying to be healthy and I was noticing that the weight just was not coming off the way it was you know and I was working just as hard if not harder I was like wow this is crazy like I'm being good to my body why am I gaining weight you know and uh, I, I struggled with that I started struggling really bad with that and see and this is why I want to make this episode because your mind's going to try to play you. The enemy will try to play you through your mindset to tell you that you looked better when you were using because you were skinnier. And a lot of the times it's so sad to say I I see and I hear people that go back out to use because they want to get skinny again. And it's so sad. It's so sad for me to hear because as as I understand, I totally understand because I, you're not alone. I had those thoughts. I had those thoughts of like, man, you know what? I was skinnier when I was using, like I would rather go back to that. But the truth is that we're learning to do something different with our body today. Okay. We're learning to take care of it. We're actually doing something different with it than what we did. We're not, one thing we're doing different is we're not putting substances in it, right? Like drugs, alcohol, we're not doing those things today. So... It, it looks different. Of course, our bodies are, are going to change, right? Uh, but one thing that I did want to catch and that this is why it's so important is that what I did instead was that I noticed that when I did get clean and um, especially in like my first year and a half, I started eating my emotions. And so basically I went from one destructive pattern to another and I eventually started packing on all this weight uh, eventually I did tell you in the early episode that I started smoking in secret, like I was smoking cigarettes. And so I noticed that I was just trying to really, really fill that void and that emotional pain with something to change the way that I felt. I was struggling with really trying to figure out what was going on with my emotions. I started eating and of course eating is a necessity, right? Like we must eat. That's how water food, right? That's how we must survive. However, when, what happened was I started abusing the food like I started eating horribly I was even like going to like food stands at night secretly like it reminded me exactly of the way it was when I was using drugs I was doing things in secret I was being hidden and I think one of the most shameful parts for me at the time was that I was a trainer so like I would leave the gym from being a trainer and I would go eat and so I was trying to do things in secret because I didn't want anybody to know what I was really going through and so I realized that I was really trying to fill that void with things that were still causing me harm and see we don't realize that when we're 
when we're dealing with, you know, when we let the drugs go, we let the alcohol go, whatever it is that you're holding on to that you let go. The thing is that you start wanting to fill that void because it's going to feel really uncomfortable. You're withdrawing. You're trying to understand. You're feeling feelings that you've never felt before. And so I didn't really understand what was going on. And then I tell you that my first year is when my dad got ill. So he was ill for about four or five months before he passed away. So I really, really like got like I was really emotional you know I went through a lot I was still boxing I was still trying to like work out and stay healthy and and it just it was just so it was so much like I was just doing so much but the one thing I want to tell you was that I was struggling to really really um accept my body the way it was because it was like wow like I'm going through so many changes like I had all this I had packed on about maybe 20 pounds before I got pregnant with my son So, you know, eventually my dad passed away and then I met my fiance and then, you know, we had our son. So within a year after my dad passed away, I was um, I got pregnant with my son. And then, of course, right, the weight gains on like I eventually I packed on 60 pounds in that pregnancy, had an emergency C-section. I stayed swollen for like a month and then the weight started. I couldn't the weight wouldn't fall off. And I was like, wow. So what did I do? I obsessively went back into boxing, started harming my body, trying to cut weight fast trying to starve myself, like all kinds of stuff, right? And so I say that I say that a lot of the times we get this false image of why well, get in recovery, I'm getting sick, like uh, I'm, I'm feeling worse, I'm get, gaining weight, I'm doing this. And so this is where we don't realize the importance of really working, doing the inner healing work. And I, you know, I shared in other episodes about how I feel it's so important to really, really do like, partner with God like I'm just telling you like the best thing that I ever did was like pray and ask God for help right I asked him for help and he led he positioned people in my life you know I understand I'm gonna say something really quick because I understand that places sometimes churches sometimes therapy therapists things like that have trouble with 12-step programs right um now I can't tell you I can't tell you otherwise because that's what's worked for me, right? But also, not just a 12-step program, of course, right? God is first. God was the first that that positioned everything for me, right? Positioned me into the program, to the 12-step program, then led me into getting some counseling for a little bit, and then led me to the church I'm in. And so encompassing all of them, like putting them all together is what's really helped me and my journey and my healing journey. And so I can't knock a 12 step program because that's what's work that's what's been working for me, right? On top of other things like I do additional coaching, I get help in other areas. I'm very very big on taking care of myself and working on my mental health and trying to find things so that I can be a better person, right? How can I be a better parent? How can I be a better trainer? How can I, you know, transform my body to learn to love it in a different way? How can I get closer to God? Like all these things have been coming together for me to be the woman that I am today, right? I didn't just rely on one of those sources to transform. But I say that to say that I can't knock a 12-step program because it's what's worked for me. And maybe you've had a different experience and that's okay, right? Same thing with therapy. Maybe you've had a different experience. Same thing with church. Maybe you have, right? Like, I, I just want you to know that like when you ask God for that guidance and for that direction, he's going to align you with the right things that you're supposed to do for yourself. And the reason I say that now is because 
working on the emotional part of yourself, the emotional spiritual part is truly important if you want to see that physical change. Okay. So I say, I said that in the beginning of this episode that I am on the other side of this transformation and I truly am. I'm in a place right now where I'm losing weight. I'm feeling amazing. My body feels really healthy. I'm starting and I'm dropping weight extremely slow, extremely slow. But you know what? I feel good. I feel so good. I'm not obsessing about the scale. Um, the one time I didn't get on for like a couple weeks, I got on and I was four pounds lighter and I was like, wow, that's crazy. Right. And then I've been having a very slow weight loss and I'm okay with that. Like my body feels good. I feel confident. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay being in a bigger size right now because I know that I'm, I'm losing it. Like my clothes is getting looser. I'm starting to, you know, transform and drop down. But I just want to tell you, if you're in a season right now where like your body has changed a lot and maybe you've gained weight and you're in recovery and you're like, oh my God, it was better when I was using, that's a lie. Get that out of your head. That is a lie. Okay. One of the things that I'm going to tell you is that obviously if we're coming from a place of recovery, we never really knew how to take care of our bodies in the first place. Okay. So whether you think you were taking care of your body while you were using, you really weren't. You were, you were suppressing your body, your emotions, your everything with drugs with something to change how you felt and then you get clean and you're feeling feelings you're gaining weight and you're like oh my god my life is getting worse and that's not true you're doing what your body is supposed to be doing right you're supposed to be learning how to take care of your body you're supposed to be feeling your feelings that's not foreign (laughs) to that's foreign to us but that's not abnormal like that's what we're supposed to be doing and so i just want to encourage you that if you're struggling with that because i was there I spent years beating myself up that I gained all this weight. I'm embarrassed because I'm a trainer. I'm this. I just barely am getting out of that. You know, I was just like that in the beginning of last year. I was struggling so bad until I made a decision to get my butt back in the gym and ask for some help. And then I got my spark back as a trainer and I got my spark back as somebody that's like, wow, like I love cooking at home. I love to feed my kids healthier stuff. You know, I make healthy meals for the family. I meal prep. Like I'm getting back in those things and I'm doing it because now I'm like, I'm doing it from a loving place, right? I'm not doing it from beating myself up. I'm not doing it from an abusive aspect. I'm taking care of my body today because I know I deserve it. I put my body through so much harm and now today I want to take care of it, right? I want to be good to it. In order for us to be good to ourselves, sometimes we need to dig deep and do some inner work to get to the root. Right. Because a lot of times we want to just treat symptoms. But the truth is we need to get to the root. Why are you eating your emotions? Why are you chain smoking? Why are you drinking 20 cups of coffee a day and, you know, killing, you know, harming your heart and harming your body? Why are you trying to suppress your body with something else on, you know, after you got in recovery? Like those are the things you're going to have to do, because, yes, while it's great to let go of the using the drugs, all that, the truth is that. You get into recovery, it's no different if you're eating yourself to death, okay? You're eating yourself to death, you're smoking yourself to death, like it does not make a difference. You can still harm yourself without putting drugs in your body. You that Those things can finish off the job that drugs are supposed to do. So I want to remind you that it is important to, for us to learn to take care of ourselves, okay? And I'm going to give you some tips on how to do that super simple let me even tell you that even with all the knowledge i had and all the crazy workouts i did i started simple i started with two days a week i started as simple as getting a stroller and pushing my kids at the park two days a week i stayed consistent i said if i can do this for two days a week just show up two days a week even when i don't feel like it then i did that for like a month or two 
eventually okay at a third day that third day i started working out in the garage i was like i'm gonna just you know got a few weights whatever even if you don't got weights you can just do body weight exercises there's plenty of stuff on youtube look it up you know uh then four days okay now it's time for a gym membership i got my gym membership to get my kids in there and i've been going at it like i told you i work out five times a week now i get back in the gym i've been eating better i've been taking care of myself but it started with doing an act of love for myself and that's what you need to do this is a loving long-lasting process this right here this part of your health and your fitness is a part of your long-term health. You're gonna have to keep doing this because it's important. Like this isn't a temporary, oh, I'm just gonna do it for three weeks and then, you know, or five months and just get my results and I'm done. You're gonna have to continuously do the work to stay healthy. And you don't have to do it to get abs and be a bodybuilder, nothing like that. Just do it to be healthy. Do it because you love yourself today. Do it because it's a loving and caring thing you can do for your body because God has made you so perfectly and beautifully. And it's your responsibility to take care of that, okay? Not only that, you're setting up a wonderful example for your kids. My kids are so funny. Like, I go out, I have a punching bag outside. I have a whole boxing gym set up in our garage. But I also bought them, like, this little punching bag a long time ago. So every time we go out there, like, my my kids will go grab boxing gloves. They know where the ramp's at, and they'll act like they're punching their bag. And, And it's cute, though, because... Like when I'm working out, they'll try to do the workouts with me. Like they'll try to act like they're squatting or they see me do a push up. They'll get in the stance. Like it's super cute to see that because they're watching us. They're watching what we're doing. And then they're going to ask questions later. Like, mommy, why are you doing that? And you're going to be able to tell them because I'm trying to take care of my body and stay healthy. Right. And again, kids are going to do as they see, not as you tell them to. So if you're on the couch eating donuts all day and you're trying to tell your kids they need to exercise and lose weight, do you think your kid's going to take you seriously? I doubt that, right? So the most loving thing you can do is, one, get into acceptance that it is okay to be where you're at. You now have the awareness that something may need to change, right? Uh, For two, be good to yourself be loving to yourself. This is a loving process, not a punishing one. And you know what? I, I'm going to admit that there was a point where I came off as like trying to be this hard trainer and trying to be this. And I gave tough workouts. I I don't back down on that because I love high intensity. That's me. But I had to know when to pump the brakes and step back a little bit because not everybody is at that level. And a lot of the times we can harm people more than we can help them. And so I had to learn that in my process as a trainer that I don't, I'm not a drill sergeant trainer. I am a loving and encouraging trainer and I want to help you to transform and I want you to do it through love, not through hate. And see, uh, for a long time, I tried to be like other trainers because people would tell me, oh, you're not like aggressive. Like some people wanted that. And I'm like, well, I'm not that trainer. Like I'm not going to get in your face. I'm not a drill sergeant, you know, but if you want a trainer that's going to love you through your process, that's going to teach you to love yourself through your process, that's going to empower you and encourage you to do better then I'm your girl. You know what I mean? But other than that, I'm not and I don't want to be anything that I'm not. I'm not going to be yelling at you like I'm crazy. You know what I mean? Like my veins coming out my neck that I'm not that trainer and I'm okay with that today, but I'm an empowering, empowering and encouraging trainer. And I will tell you that I have seen the most amazing results with some of my clients because I learned, I taught them to love themselves where they're at. And we did this in a loving process. We didn't do this because we hated our bodies. We did it because we loved our bodies, right? So 
again, I'm not saying the way trainers do it is wrong because I had drill sergeant trainers and I liked it. I was crazy, right? I like trainers that were tough on me because I needed it, right? And I still do till this day. I kind of like, you know, I'm a mix of it. Like I like trainers that really push me. Like I push my clients, don't get me wrong, but I'm just not the in your face putting you down kind of person. Like that's not me. I'm not a drill sergeant, you know? So again, do something that's loving for yourself, right? Whatever that may be. Like if that is you know, walking, running, jogging, whatever it is, or it's just like doing something on YouTube at home, playing with your kids, staying active consistently for 30 minutes, something along those lines. Like that is so beautiful. Like I'm telling you, because with the consistent work and don't think you're going to get overnight results because you're not, you're not going to get overnight results. This is a long game. But let me tell you from somebody on the other side that just stayed consistent because I had a goal in mind that I wanted to be healthy and strong for my children and that I did not want to be carrying around all this weight with back pain and ankles hurting like because that's where it was coming down to. I did not want to be that mom for my kids. I didn't want to be out of breath just playing with my kids for a few minutes like I did not want that to be me. And so just think about it. Think about why you really want to do this and then remind yourself of that every day. And if you're doing it for any other reason besides being loving to yourself, then you're going to have to go and reevaluate that goal because that's not why you should be doing it. God has made you again so beautifully and perfectly in his likeness and his image. Don't hurt your body. Your, your body is everything to you. Take care of it. Take care of your mind, your body, your spirit. And another thing, when you start exercising and moving, you release those great endorphins that help you feel good. And it just makes you feel so good with yourself. Like you're doing something good and loving for you. Like I love fitness. I've always loved exercising since I was a teenager, you know, and I love it because it's just it's kept me in a good mood, in a positive mindset. And I love the, the benefits it brings to our family, especially when my fiance works out, I work out, we feel good in our bodies and we tend to treat each other better, you know, because we're doing things for ourselves. So again, if you're struggling with this body image thing, I want you to get into a place where you're you're getting comfortable with your prayer. You know, you're asking God and, and prayer doesn't have to look anything special. It could even just be you sitting down talking to him. You know, I talk to him on the road. I talk to him, you know, however I need to. And uh, and a lot of times it's not like a more set morning routine. And I'm trying to get better at that. But that's not just that's just not where I'm at right now. But God is still in my life, right? Like he still shows up in my life. There's no question about it that his hand is in my life and he's in your life. And you're in position to be able to help yourself and love yourself. And with God's love and grace, he's definitely going to be able to help you fulfill that. So I just really hope that this helped you. Uh, I know that we struggle a lot with the emotional part of it, but I'm telling you, it's okay. You are not alone. If you thought you were the only one that gains weight after recovery or feels unhealthy, you are not alone. I That was me, you know? And so I'm here with you and I'm on the other side to tell you, don't give up, keep pushing through and you are going to see the fruits of it on the other side of it. But you have to be consistent and you have to do it from a loving lens. So I hope that this reaches you in the perfect timing. You have a blessed and wonderful day, mamas. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. 
Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you.